Hey guys, what's up? I am currently in the middle of a power outage right now. My city is just doing a power outage, I believe, because of the weather. I'm honestly not sure what's going on. They give us notice about this a few days in advance. It was only supposed to last from around 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., but it is currently 9 p.m. So I am just sitting in my room in the dark with candles lit and my beautiful nightlights on my wall all lit up so my house smells super good because we just have candles all around the house so I don't know why I shared that I feel the urge to start off every episode with saying how you're doing but then I realize you can't respond to me so I just share how I'm doing so there you go okay So today's Growing with Henna episode is about seven quarantine habits for peace. And honestly, these habits are just for peace in general. This doesn't have to only apply to the quarantine. I'm just going to jump right into it. My first habit for peace in this quarantine is to check your phone after breakfast. In other words, use your phone wisely. Don't check your phone immediately after you wake up. And I got this tip from my favorite vegan nutritionist YouTuber, Sadia, and her channel is called Pick Up Limes. She says to be present with your morning and your meal. Don't you think that it deserves your attention? Our brains are the most focused and absorptive in the mornings, so it really matters what you allow your mind to eat. Being present with your food and your morning routine is like a form of meditation, Being able to really appreciate a moment is priceless, and that goes into how you use your phone. Your phone is a tool for you to use to navigate the world, and right now, in 2020, we're blessed to live in a generation where everything ever discovered by human beings is available by the swipe of a finger. But as Jim Quick states in his recently published book called Limitless, Like fire, technology has changed the course of human history. However, fire can cook your food or burn your home down. It's all in how you use it. Like any tool, technology itself isn't good or bad, but we must consciously control how it's used. If we don't, then who becomes the tool? It's up to you to choose how you engage. Now again, this quote comes from a book I'm reading right now called Limitless by Jim Quick. It's a freshly published piece of literature and I highly recommend reading it. Okay, tip number two. Get ready for the day even when you are staying indoors. Now that means to put your makeup on if you generally wear makeup throughout the day, wear leggings and a nice top and accessories. You don't have to go full on out and wear jeans if you don't want to, but just wear what you normally would. And the way we are dressed is a reflection of how we feel. And for me personally, when I look good, I feel good. And you don't get ready or put makeup on in general for the day for anyone else but yourself because it's an expression of you. Don't allow indoor life to affect any of that. You are still you. Nothing has changed about that. Habit number three. Write down what you're grateful for often. Now, this could be daily, every other day, or even once... A week, but it's incredibly important to focus on what you do have in this time of uncertainty and pain and loss. It is incredibly important to focus on the things that you do have. When you focus on what you do have, 
then you end up having more and see more coming for you. It's living life from a perspective of abundance. Just as you can experience an event as the worst thing in the world, if you truly allow yourself to pay attention to it and rather focus on the things that it has done for you and find things to be grateful for and shift, it rewires your brain to think differently and you end up having more. For example, just in this pandemic, for some of us, we're incredibly blessed to have a home to stay in in this time, to have food to eat that's readily available, to have clean water to drink, a bed to sleep in, to have Zoom. Especially just going through a pandemic in 2020 is much better than going through one in 1918. And I say 1918 because that's when influenza virus hit. And they didn't even have televisions or cell phones back then, let alone Zoom calls. Can you imagine going through this pandemic without Zoom or a cell phone? At least we have a human connection to hang on to in this incredibly uncertain time. I can't even imagine what they did back then, how they even handled that. So going through this in a time where our technology and healthcare has been advanced dramatically since then is a huge blessing. Habit number four, go outside. Oh my goodness. Social distancing is incredibly important, but that doesn't mean that you still can't go outside. You are literally nature. It's vital that you connect with your roots and keep your health at its peak function. According to Sydney Sprouse from Ask the Scientists, going outside relieves stress, betters your short-term memory, improves vision, increases longevity, fights nature deficit disorder, aids in weight management, calms the mind, strengthens immunity, sharpens your focus, and helps develop a healthier diet. These are enough reasons to go outside. You can be by yourself, wear a mask, or even go on a socially distanced run around your neighborhood. Be safe, but also take care of your mental health and go outside. All right, habit number five, clean up five things. Now, I learned this habit from a leadership program that I used to be a part of, and it has changed the game for me. Now, this habit does not apply to our daily chores. It applies to the clutter lying around our lives in general. So that could mean, is it your car that you haven't cleaned in months? Is it a conversation with a significant other or a family member that you need to clean up? Is it your closet that you're neglecting? Maybe a pet's cage? You can make this habit as often as once a week, once a month, or once every few months, but when you begin to pick up your environment and shift your surroundings, it begins to, then it brings more opportunity for you. It starts relieving some of that stress. You know, especially for me, when I'm having a difficult week, my room is a reflection of how I feel mentally. So, Usually when I'm going through a very stressful time, my room is a mess, but I find that even when I'm in the midst of that stress and I just allow myself to clean my room or even if it's a conversation that I've been hesitating to have, as soon as I clear that out of the way and have that conversation, it takes such a big weight off of your chest and it's defeats the saying of out of sight, out of mind. It's still in your mind. You just shoved it way in the back and you're neglecting it. So that's the whole idea of clean up five things. It's about opening 
those places that you shoved all of those things that you've been neglecting and allowing that feedback to serve you. Okay, habit number six. Make a list of things to do when you are feeling blank and refer to it often. You are a human being. It's inevitable to have emotions and feelings. We cannot control what comes up for us in a given moment, but we can decide what to do about it. Here's an example list for you. If I'm feeling frustrated, I will journal two pages. If I'm feeling unfocused, I will step away from whatever it is that I'm doing and clean something up for 20 minutes. If I am feeling a past trauma come up and bring on a panic attack, I will count five things that I see, five things I can touch, and then I will call a friend. Now, if you can notice from these habits or from these habits, from these, from this list, it is very clear and concise about what will be done when that person is feeling blank. So the more specific you are, the more you can imagine yourself doing that thing and the more likely it will happen. Now, it's also important that you're realistic about the activities that you set out for yourself. Only you can be honest with where you are and what you need and what you can do to serve yourself in a given moment when things start to come up for you. Again, you're a human being. It's normal to have emotions and don't beat yourself up for feeling upset or having these emotions. Instead, make a list about what to do about them. What are you going to do when things start to come up for you? It's also important to just really sit in that feeling. Just because you make a list of what you will do when it comes up for you doesn't mean that it's it completely goes away and that that pain wasn't real. It just simply allows you to shift and be in that, but also allow yourself to do something about it and move forward from it. Okay, habit number seven, make your bed every morning. This may seem like a very simple step for some of you, but I used to be one of those people that never followed this step until about two years ago. Now, the reason why it's important to make your bed first thing as soon as you wake up in the morning is because it creates a victory for the day. It creates your very first win. It is the same reason why some people like waking up and working out first thing in the morning. It creates a challenge for you to conquer and it sets your day off on the right foot. As soon as you conquer a little challenge, then you're ready to take on other challenges throughout the day and you're confident in that. It also leaves your room feeling much neater and prepared for the day and it just, it doesn't make you want to jump back into bed because of how sexy it looks. (laughs) And plus you can just look forward to an aesthetically pleasing bed to crawl back into before you head to sleep. There's actually a speech and a book called Make Your Bed by United States Navy four-star Admiral William H. Raven that delves much deeper into this philosophy. And this speech and book is actually what motivated me to solidify this habit consistently. I do it every morning without fail. And I've noticed that some days when I wake up, especially if I just had a rough day the night before, I find that I'm more inclined to not want to make my bed, but it is but it is in those moments that I force myself to make my bed anyway because it leaves me feeling so much better because in the midst of how I was feeling, I still created a victory for myself. Now, I also want to sum this up by saying to really honor where you are and what you're feeling throughout everything that's 
coming up for you in this pandemic and simply take what you need from this list and what you resonate with. Everybody is at a completely different place in their lives. You are on your own unique journey. Not everyone's habits for success looks the same, but these are just habits that have worked for me. If you made it this far, if you made it through the list with me, congratulations to you and myself for getting through it together. Um, I am so grateful that you are here with me listening to this podcast. And I also just want to say that I honestly had a very emotional week and doing this podcast is such a blessing for me because it is forcing me out of my comfort zone and That is the only place that I know I will be able to grow and stretch myself. So I also just want to thank you for, in a way, holding me accountable for these and therefore pushing me to be the best version of myself so that I can spread my message and be a vessel of love. All right, everyone. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep on growing. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Growing with Henna podcast. If you feel so moved, please share this episode with someone that you think would benefit from hearing this. It would mean the world to me and would support me in my journey of touching the lives of thousands of people because life is a team sport.